0: You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, episode number 56, How. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life and give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. Welcome back. We are in the last weekend of July. Summer is winding down. Is it for you too? It is so hard to believe summer for me goes by so fast, even in hot Texas. And make no mistake, it is hot here right now. (laughs) An update on the event that I'm helping to plan, it has been officially announced. An 80s dance for adults. Like all the fun of high school dances, but even better. Food, music, amazing people, cocktails, prizes, And the best part really is that we're going to raise money for our local school. This experience really has been a lesson in the right people or the right things will come along exactly as they are needed, that it works out, stick with the belief, it's amazing, share it with others, bring them in, and we're just over a month away. Very exciting. Today's concept, today's episode is about a stumbling block that I have identified A huge stumbling block in fact in my own thinking and that is focusing on how. It may be something that applies to you as well. See if this is how your thinking goes and if it is then this may help you get out of your own way too. Recently I've been working on something that I've never done before creating something new in my coaching business and my mind wanted to focus on how to do it. It sounds so simple right? Like, of course, and just looking for an instruction or a direction, except here's how it goes in my mind. Am I going to do this? I don't know how. I don't know. Where where do I start? What's it going to look like? I've never done this before. I have so much to figure out. I can't even start now. I have to learn more. Can you see the emotion that's building up? And if you had to characterize that energy, would you say, we'll do this in the form of a multiple choice question, make it a little more fun? A- Helpful, it's going to lead to something useful. B, neutral, not positive, not negative. Or C, unhelpful, even debilitating. For sure, that's a C, right? Completely unhelpful. How, or focusing on how. Again, it seems pretty benign. Maybe even a little helpful. Except for when you're trying to grow your life as a high achiever and an overthinker. And if your brain is like mine, asking how immediately brings in a fog of doubt. It invites in uncertainty. It asks for more resistance as if it wasn't hard enough, whatever it is. For me, it flips the switch in my mind to immediately make it more difficult or impossible so that if I choose to pursue this unknown with that way of thinking, I am starting from a deficit starting from a place of lacking. Part of the overachiever mindset, we should already know how to do it. And not only that, but we should do it well, very well. Depending on your mindset, it may even include that it should have already been done. (laughs) As if we didn't just keep piling on more and more. How about this one? We'll bring in one more element. It should be easy, in fact. You can imagine, just in what we've covered so far, with that negative energy, starting from that place of lacking, that the mind can make anything seem far more complicated than it actually is. The statement of what it should be, looking for evidence on what it is not. So the first bump, the first obstacle, the first challenge, a reminder, it should have been easy. It should have been done. It should be perfect. Or pretty close it's not just me this came up for a friend recently as well who said how am i going to do that it was said in the voice of disbelief that was impossible that could never be done any other way than what it was being done as whatever it is you can substitute any situation any dynamic because we all have an it or a that in our lives Where we look at somebody like they're crazy if they suggest that we're getting in our own way. If we suggest that there are other options to solve it, address it, take care of that. That we create our own misery. I'm sure you hear it in others as well. I'm sure of it because you tell me. (laughs) And occasionally you ask, how is that supposed to happen? How? Again, seems so innocent, so benign. Like someone saying, I'm just asking, so I'll know. But for my mind, and maybe for yours, there are some well-rehearsed patterns that lead to frustration and quitting. Here's the point of this episode. Our thinking is so smooth and so well-rehearsed or repeated that we don't often realize the traps that we get into and stay in, and especially don't realize the traps that we created When I look at the times that I've quit in the past, it's generally from getting overwhelmed, trying to figure out how, and giving up. That my mind made it, again, whatever it is, out to be impossible, overwhelming, frustrating, so there's no reason to hold on. Why go through the misery? That's what my brain comes up with. Until recently when I started thinking more about it, even questioning the patterns that repeat themselves, Waking up to what's going on. Hey, I've been down this road before. Hey, this is the same thing that happened with that. Hey, I'm tired of feeling this way. Waking up. So focusing on how is a thought trap for me. And I no longer have to go down that same road. Imagine you're walking down the hallway in your house and it's dark. And there's a scorpion right there in the middle of the hallway and it stings you. Let's just pause for a moment. This is very real in Texas. (laughs) Fortunately, most of the scorpions are benign, and it just hurts for a day, but doesn't cause any lasting damage. All right, back to our story. If you continue to do the same thing in the same way each day in the middle of the hallway, you're going to get stung. Some people, they'll just accept what goes on, continue the same pattern, that's just the way it is, get stung every day. Some people will stop walking down the hallway. Others, they'll turn the light on and work very hard to avoid the scorpion. How to walk around it or over it, how to stay out of the scorpion's way, very aware of where it is and what it's capable of. And then others, and probably a small percentage of people, will invest the time and energy into removing the scorpion. Get it out of the house. Can you see similarities with thinking? with our choices, what we do, what we don't do? Can you hear the excuses? And perhaps they're your own. It takes too much time to sort through everything that's going on in my head. I'd have to spend all day. Or how about this one? I can't right now, I have too much going on. I tried to add a little bit of drama right there. (laughs) All right, going back to asking how, let's relate it to our analogy with the scorpion. Walking down the hall, being stung each day is like starting things, becoming overwhelmed and frustrated, and then generally giving up. So using whatever it takes, all that mental energy to start, thinking this time it's going to be different until you get to the same place and the same sting. Or just stop walking down the hallway, not even start. Don't even entertain the idea. It's too much hassle. Stay exactly as you are. Or turn the light on. Work through it. Spend time and mental energy trying to avoid the scorpion. So acknowledging in your mind what's going to happen and then avoiding it. Whatever it takes. There's a trap there. I'm going to work really hard to avoid that trap. Go around it. Go under it. Go over it. Spending time carefully acknowledging that it's there and I don't want to go in it. Or finally, taking time to not only see the trap, but disarm it. Taking time to get the trap out of your mind. Open up that space. Allow free movement and not even have to think about it. So focusing on how, for me, I know what it leads to. And I know how to disarm that trap. Ask a different question. Ask a better question. I get it, y'all. It's hard to pay attention to what we're thinking all the time, especially when you don't like it, especially when you're frustrated, but I will tell you that doing so is gonna save you so much time in the long run because it sets up a system for how you can work, how you can perform, how you can live, better with less effort but you do have to pay the price up front of working to get there our thinking it's the chaos or the calm in our minds that is what is always generating our results always and it's bringing us closer to what we want or it puts us in the opposite direction or somewhere in between sometimes we're on course sometimes we're off course when I think about how, I become frustrated and overwhelmed. I lose sight of what is going on and I start indulging and in thinking about everything I don't like, everything that's too hard, everyone that said no. And of course it leads to quitting or doing a halfway job. In other words, I am not my best self. I may get the work done, maybe, no guarantee, but it's going to be a lower quality than what I want, than what my best self would produce it may be possible to ask the question how in a way that creates positive energy and leads to an adventure for both of us. And if it works for you, if you have the ability to do that, keep doing it. Keep using that thinking that's propelling you forward. That's the beauty in getting to know yourself. There's not one size fits all. Find what works for you and keep it. Add to it. Build from it. Find what isn't working for you and get rid of the trap see it as a trap find those times find those questions find those prompts that lead to curiosity and adventure and then disarm those questions that lead to frustration and overwhelm notice where your power is at notice what it brings in the follow-on questions the follow-on prompts just notice it then you can be intentional when it comes up on how you want to respond disarm, catapult, so that you can stop reacting, avoiding, hiding, trying to step over. You get the idea, right? So where's the learning? It's knowing what questions will lead to a positive result so that you can choose wisely if you want to keep going. The learning is finding those opportunities to stop and ask a better question or a different question or just stop going down the road that's leading to frustration, angst, overwhelm. It's seriously that simple. You can identify what doesn't work and create a list of better questions to ask or ways that things do work better for you and have it handy. You can even put it on your phone. A series of questions to outsmart your mind to redirect your thinking. Yep, that too can be seriously simple. And if it's not, it's okay. Find what works for you. Invent what works for you. Test out different things. That's what it's gonna take. Testing, curiosity, learning. What I've learned about my thinking is that when I'm focused on how, I've lost sight of why. I've lost my sense of belief in whatever it is. Let's go back to the 80s dance party. Six months ago, I had no idea how to plan a party for 200 people. None. And I would have told you, I'm an introvert. It's not what we do. That was my belief system. And if I focused on how, or let me say when I did focus on how, then I quit. I don't know. In the past five years, the most people I've ever invited to an event is 10 There's a big gap between 10 people at a private event and 200 people at a public event. Obviously, I don't know how. There's nothing in the past for me to rely on or trust that I can do this. So how was an ineffective place to start and the reason that none of this started sooner? We can all learn. Every single day, there's so many examples in our lives that we can learn from. In my life, many and many things that I can laugh at myself along the way. Why has become my go-to? Why do this? Why does it matter? And then sometimes even, why not? Why not do this? Why not think bigger? Starting with why, and we've covered this before, episode 23, exploring why. That's getting back to the purpose, the cause, or the belief. When I ask how, And I've seen other people do it the same way. It demonstrates that fundamentally belief is lacking. So simple. And I had no idea. But it makes sense. If I lack belief that I can plan a party for 200 people, it's going to be a struggle. I'm going to focus on what I don't know, which is how. I'm going to focus on what I'm not, a party planner. I'm going to go back to those old ways of coping. I'm an introvert. I don't stand out, rather than I'm somebody who can figure this out. I've learned through thinking through my thinking that I am way less introverted, which means I'm a lot more extroverted than I ever would have believed. I've seen that I created a sense of safety in saying that I want to be alone, I need to be alone, I enjoy being alone. It risks nothing. And it's a sense of safety, but now that I really dissect through it, it's really just hiding. That's what I was capable of. That's what I knew how to do. But it's all about learning, my friends. Learning patterns. Creating what is truly safe. The ability to pick ourselves up. The ability to stretch ourselves into something greater. Rather than hide. Winning or learning, that's what my coach teaches, and I believe it's true. I've learned some of the mind traps that I've created, and how is one of them. I've also learned what I've done to avoid those traps, to avoid being uncomfortable, followed by how to get back on track, identifying the fundamental beliefs and working to strengthen them. When the question of how comes up, that's the cue that my belief is low. Because when my belief is high, it doesn't matter how. I'm going to figure it out. If there's one way or several, I'm going to figure it out. Have the conversations, be open to learning, invest the time and resources to discover, do whatever it takes to meet the goal. Even follow up on phone calls and ask again, because the why is so important. So let's return to the party. Here's why create an amazing experience with people that I love spending time with. Dance. I loved high school dances. The music, the feel, the excitement. And as someone who is well beyond those high school years, meaning married, with a child, there isn't a place right now that exists that has everything that I want. The people, the music, the time. So it's time for me to create it, at least once. And finally, to raise money for a terrific cause to allow our school to do things that it couldn't ordinarily do because it didn't have this money. Earlier in the podcast, there was a multiple choice question. We're going to use the exact same one. Can you see the emotion that's being created? That's building up from creating an amazing experience, doing something. I love raising money for a terrific cause. Would you say it's A, helpful, going to lead to something useful? B, neutral, neither positive nor negative? Or C, unhelpful, even debilitating? I hope you're shouting A. All of this is encouragement for you to learn how you think. It's not magic. Nobody ever wakes up one day and has it all figured out. Nobody. The way you create amazing days is thinking through your thinking. Seeing what's going on. Stop fighting with it. Whether it's positive or negative, stop fighting with it. Identifying those traps in your mind and stop tolerating them. Stop getting the ladder out of the attic every time you want to avoid the scorpion in your hallway. I use that as a complicated example of trying to avoid something small. My mind makes things out to be very difficult when something comes up. I use how as an example of what comes up for me and for people I know. But it can be anything. Learn what it is for you. When your belief is low, when you have doubt and fear and uncertainty, how does that show up? What does it sound like? What are your coping mechanisms? What is that path that you walk down? And what does that path lead to? Is it overwhelm and quitting? Frustration and anger? Coping? Coping with Netflix, coping with chocolate, coping with donuts. Inevitably watching your dream or plan or goal drift farther away. Make a list. What are your traps? And then include the antidotes to them. Again, for me, asking how means I'm lacking enough belief to move forward. Notice I didn't say 100% belief. I'm just lacking enough belief to move on. And once I identify this, and I get back to the why, there is the strength. There is the reminder of what matters and the encouragement to get back to work. It may be getting back to the why and finding that it doesn't matter anymore. It's not important or it's lacking and I don't want to move forward. And that's okay too, so long as I like my reasons. You can give yourself that permission as well. All of this is another way to say to your brain, I am on to you. I see what you're doing, and I'm going to get back to what's important, and I'm going to travel this road with confidence. And with that, you will answer the how without ever having to ask the question. And that, my friends, creates a phenomenal life. I am wishing you a peaceful back-to-school transition, a back-to-fall A back to whatever is going to bring you joy. And I'm sending you all my best. Ciao. Are you ready for coaching? Ready for more in your life? Want to see what's possible? Then message me at Facebook, Dina George MD Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you.